0: This? this, this, is an Intel Studios production.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Making the Cut. How are you all? <laughs> I hope you're all all right. That a little laugh from you there. Were you not expecting me to be so professional know, was, and slick? Yeah,
0: it was really good.
1: <sighs> Just came to life there, you know. How are you?
0: Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, here we go again, mm-hmm. back into lockdown... My world is going to look a little bit different, though, than the last time because um, television production is allowed to continue, which I'm kind of amazed about. Like, what's the point? Is that essential, do you think? Is that the idea? I, I, I mean, entertainment for people, is that essential? I think, I think it, television is essential.
1: <laughs> yeah, it feels like it is, isn't it? It's what everybody did in but, the last lockdown is watch it. So if you, if you can't produce new stuff... Because I was amazed. I just assumed all my work would, dry, would stop dead. Yes. And most of it's working on TV shows and... Things to promote TV shows, and um, nothing's cancelled yet. Everything's yes, going ahead. So it's very odd. It's like a pretend lockdown.
0: A pretend They've said lockdown, it's a lockdown,
1: but, but nobody's. It's not really. <laughs> it doesn't seem that way to me. Everybody I know is still working. You know, I'm uh, offer condolences for those of you that are not working, and it's difficult.
0: Yes, and life I mean, is very difficult. And economically, mm. we understand that life is very difficult. Mm.
1: I mean, I have only got four days' work in November, but it mm. all is still going ahead. Um, so that's quite good. It is a bit sad, though, isn't it, I suppose, that um, uh, we're here again? Mm. Um, but maybe, for there's a little treat for these lot listening, mm. we could do a little live one sometime. Yes, next.
0: and I'd love to do that. Yeah? I would we love haven't to done do the that. Bridge, no, we haven't. It feels
1: like a trip down memory lane.
0: And the other thing I really wanted to say was that, unlike possibly in March or April this year, I do feel like, and you said this the other day, Michael, and that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. That we aren't that far away from next year, and I know that the it's not going to all suddenly be amazing on January the 1st, but nope. at some point next year, you know, next summer is going to look very different to this summer.
1: Yes, it is.
0: That. Uh, and I know that it'll be probably five years before we kind of get back mm-hmm. to where we were maybe economically, but... I just, I do feel like there's like I've, I, it was very bleak. Yes. Before. Yes. So,
1: a guy the Andrew Marshall saying that there's nine vaccines in late stage trials,
0: mm. nine, which
1: is very hopeful, isn't it? You'd think at least mm. one of them is going to work. You know? Yeah. So it sounds like by the time uh, the new year comes around, we'll be we'll be in a very different place. So I'm super optimistic about all that, but. On with the show. On with the show. Uh, so this is a podcast where we recommend things that we think that you would like, and it can be anything. Um, we've got quite a bit of TV coming up, though, haven't we? I mean, i Yes, watched I mean, we've, a watched, we've mm. watched
0: a lot of stuff together. Yeah. We, we had a sort of um, two days of, of splurging of television.
1: Mm. What have you been up to? I mean, have you been doing anything interesting? Um, Half term. Yes, it So was I've half basically term. Yeah.
0: been on half term for the whole week mm-hmm. and um, my kids have been around and my daughter's gone back to school. My son hasn't, he's got another week. So I'm just hanging out with them mm-hmm. and um, I've got a day on long lost family tomorrow. But that's it really. It's been sort yeah. of very family, family oriented. How about you? I don't think I've done very
1: much really. It was half term, but I saw the kids a bit and we did some things. I just can't remember what they are.
0: God, what's happened to us? I don't know. Maybe, um,
1: I don't know. It's is I got, like
0: old age. I
1: got drunk on Friday night.
0: That's probably what it is. Yep. So basically, you're in some kind of weird hangover. hangover. I have no it's now, excuse. It's
1: Tuesday. Yeah, you have no excuse.
0: <laughs> yeah, but as you get older, these brain? hangovers last a lot longer. They
1: do. There's a chronic kind of, depressive effect oh hang
0: had. on a, I've just realised you didn't get drunk with someone from your street I was with you when you got drunk yes you were oh my god tell everybody what you did
1: I, I don't know what I did what you did, did an do? interview oh yes at I did I mid- had to do an interview at midnight t- tell Friday. So what was it for it was for the Times newspaper they rang and said they loved the podcast and wanted to do an interview with me Presumably they but, thought they couldn't get you. So but, for the,
0: but for the radio show.
1: Yeah, they have a radio so show, like, The Times it's the, Radio yeah. it's called. Yeah. But
0: I mean, I've, I've heard quite a few people saying to me that they are now actually listening to The Times Radio Station. Yeah, I can, I can and imagine. And that it's actually genuinely mm. really good. Mm.
1: I assume they can't play music because I don't suppose they've got a licence. So it's probably like talk radio, but I think Andrew Neil does the Drive Time I mean, like, show. And wow. Giles Corrin does a show on there and a few other uh, kind of Timesy. Um, opinion columnists. I would have mm. thought Rod Little's probably in there mm. somewhere. R- Little, I think. You get mixed up between Richard Littlejohn and Rod Little. <laughs> but they hate that then too.
0: Um <laughs> who was my phone's it? Going mad. I was gonna yeah. talk who was I gonna talk to um, um you about that hated getting mixed up with this is a shit show. Isn't it? We can't remember. Oh,
1: don't worry, don't worry, don't
0: worry. It's late at night. We all, we normally record this oh, in the
1: afternoon, but it's so quarter funny. to seven. Um, it's very, late very late. For us. It's also, yeah, it is. I mean, you're normally in
0: bed by eight, eight
1: <laughs> fifteen, the latest. Um, so anyway, I did this radio interview, and I was re- pretty drunk. And crazy. what was
0: really funny was so bef- just before I was yeah. like, Michael, you talk to me, and he was like talking to me. I was going, no, 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 you've really got to try and like slur your words less. He's like, like, I am not slurring my words. I was going, no, you really are. No, now, okay, say that to me again. And then he did his very, very best not slurry words. And I was like, okay, that's much better. Okay, that's better.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I can't remember what the interview, what I said. (laughs) And I'm far too anxious to listen to it back, so... You know, you can listen to it for me if you like. It was, uh, I don't know
0: if anybody ever caught his um, hair talk live from Soho House, Shoreditch, yeah. Um, one afternoon, uh, early evening, but he'd been out for a lunch and he did a live hair talk at 8 pm and he was still at the lunch,
1: yeah. I um, mean, I've I mean, it's akin to two. kind of
0: Holly and Phil after the NTA awards yeah. when they have pulled an all nighter,
1: yeah. It was shambolic, quite frankly, but um. A lot of people think I'm a, like a maniac drinker, but I drink about I, once a week. It just so yeah, happens but, that there's always something to do online
0: <laughs> at
1: that point. I don't drink very much at all. I would all.
0: strongly advise you to not do radio interviews yeah. at midnight. It's not a good it's idea, a idea. It's a terrible Look, I'd idea. It's a terrible idea. I'd rather be on the
1: prime time slot at like 5.30. You know, I'd rather be then, but they don't Why want me then. does
0: Neil wants to talk to us about our
1: Exactly. Books. Um, I like Andrew Neil I was on the one show with him a few times and is he nice yeah but he's so clever you know like he is impressive the editor of the Times for many years obviously runs that politics show this week I think it's called so yeah I mean he's just got a brilliant brain and I I think he remains relatively impartial I mean I'm sure people are screaming at at their uh, iPods or whatever it is now for me saying that but that's how I view him anyway Mm. I think he's very good so anyway, yes, the Times Radio. I would recommend you having a little look at that. That would be a good recommendation. A very good recommendation. I was really impressed with the broadcasters on there and the quality of broadcasting. Mm. Thought was fantastic.
0: Just so you know that I mm-hmm. don't have any form of dementia yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I have remembered it's Little Dickie and he doesn't like being compared to who's the guy that sang Thrift Shop.
1: Who? Oh, I've no idea. I mean, oh
0: God! I
1: think your dementia is kicking in a little bit there.
0: It's not.
1: Well. It- Seems like it's it is. not. You already. You just said
0: Macklemore. Macklemore.
1: Oh yes, of course. Well, he talks about Macklemore.
0: Yeah, because they do. They do a, lot, a, they do a show, yeah, and yeah. in the second show, he's supposed to be putting on a show for a kid that's died at his friend's school, and yes. then Macklemore turns up, and they don't want him anymore because Macklemore's the bigger name.
1: I mean, when I watched uh, Dave, which is the sitcom we're talking about, that's on the iPlayer, by the way, if you're interested. Um, I, I just assume. Have we
0: recommended it before? Yeah, I,
1: I've talked about it. Because Dave, it is yeah.
0: so good. It's really good. And isn't it? Chester is loving it. Yeah.
1: Well, it seems on Instagram, I've just noticed that it looks like a second series is due. It looks like they're filming a second series. Oh, good. Because the ginger guy in it. You know, the guy with yes, really yes. ginger hair, but he's brilliant, yes. isn't he? He's isn't very, it? very yeah. funny. But I just assumed Mclemore was a fictional character. I didn't realise that one little dickie was an actual rapper. Oh, yeah. Or that Mclemore really existed.
0: Really famous, yeah. So he's got, like, really famous rappers and musicians mm. in there. That Chester knows everybody.
1: Well, Justin Bieber's even in it. You saw the app with Justin ba- Bieber? No, not yet. Right? Oh, have you not? No. Oh, okay. Gosh, you're in for a treat.
0: I'm so excited. Dave,
1: on the iPlayer. It's an American sitcom and uh, it's a no-brainer. You've got to watch it.
0: Can I talk about something else that I found on the... Actually, I think it was on Sky. Intelligence. It's on Sky. It's a Sky original. And it has got David Schwimmer in it. And the point uh, of the story is that he is an NSA agent. And he comes over to GCHQ... And causes absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to be very American and kind of much better than GCHQ because America's the greatest, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But actually, he's a slightly disgraced NSA agent. Okay. Um, as we go on to find out.
1: In an increasingly digital world, cooperation
0: between intelligence agencies has become vital. We have Jerry Bernstein from the NSA arriving shortly. Hi mom.
1: Sherry, oh, oh, oh. Joseph
0: Harris, it's so great to finally meet you. This is Chris uh, Cranfield, Director of Cyber Security at GCHQ. No way. I was expecting a guy. It has just been commissioned for another 6 episodes, second series. Okay, it great. It got a very, very disappointing 6 on IMDb. I mm. was very surprised to see that. Yeah. Because I would say the the, the first episode isn't great, but its it it was good enough to keep me watching for another episode, Mm -hmm. and then it just got funnier and funnier and funnier as you got to know the characters. Mm -hmm. And David Schwimmer, it felt like he started to find his character because it's, rather than David Schwimmer just playing himself, he definitely really is playing a character and he starts to fully embody it in about episode three. And then it just gets funnier and funnier and funnier. Now, do you, you remember Ted Lasso?
1: Of course, and yeah. I love Ted Lasso, yeah.
0: Nick Muhammad, yeah. who's in Ted Lasso, yeah. who also wrote Ted Lasso. Yeah. Or co wrote Ted Lasso. I he think was so, one yes. Of the he
1: was, on yeah, it. he was involved. Yeah. He
0: wrote this. Mm,
1: okay. um,
0: and he stars in it. And he is David Trimmer's sort of foil. It's a hilarious scene where David Trimmer arrives and just assumes that Nick Mohammed is. His PA. Yeah. And actually Nick Mohammed's just come down to greet him. Mm-hmm. And is, he's an analyst and he works yeah. at GCXQ. And he is so racist and rude and everything. David Trimmer to him. It's really funny. And he's sexist. I mean, he's just the worst person. But Chester and I watched it. And I'm always looking, as you know, for series that I can watch with Chester. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my son is 14 years old. We can't watch anything even remotely sexy together, because he just, yeah, rom-coms yeah. are off, the, no kissing, nothing, okay. off the table at the moment. He's just like, oh my God, I can't watch this with you. Um, so we have to go comedy mm-hmm. or horror. I can't do horror, so comedy it is.
1: Uh, did you like the horror thing that I sent you today?
0: Oh my God, no. <laughs> I didn't. It Literally, I screamed. I screamed, <laughs> yeah, I did as well Fuck.
1: i sent uh, I sent to Vina this uh, thing on WhatsApp that somebody had sent to me um and it's like a ghostly figure that appears and then all of a sudden it just like screams at the at your screen, but I mean it really took my breath away when I watched it And door.
0: I kind of knew it was coming yeah yes
1: I know you think oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, And
0: loving horror like I do.
1: Yeah, yes, I knew you enjoyed uh, (laughs) horror movies so much. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that. So So, I just want
0: to say Mm. that I would really, really give Intelligence a go. If you've got kids, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, over, I would say, 12. They will think it's hilarious because it's quite slapstick comedy. But give give it a go and give it more than one episode and definitely give it more than 10 minutes. There was an interesting review on IMDb where the first sort of comment um, that came up about it said, oh, I can't believe it only got a five and a half or six in the reviews because that must be from people that watched the first 10 minutes. And I thought, God, I completely agree. Mm -hmm. It was better than that. Um, It deserved more.
1: It's funny because I've got a show that's probably similar to talk about. It's not a comedy particularly, but it does require watching a lot of it Mm. for it to be enjoyable. Watching one or two episodes, I was thinking this is absolutely pants. Mm. So you've watched uh, season one of this, but it's uh, Billions. Have you finished talking about this? By... I have, I okay, have. Okay, great.
0: I would just really highly recommend it. Intelligence, it's on Sky. I really enjoyed it. I think Nick Mohammed is a huge, huge star. Okay. Like I didn't know who he was mm-hmm. um, until uh, eight weeks ago. And now he's everywhere in my life. And yes. I think he is a genius. I loved him in Ted Lasso. When I found out he wrote it, I was completely blown away. And I really, really like him in Intelligence. He's very, very funny. He's a very
1: kind of unassuming
0: chap, isn't he? Yeah, and you he's think a genius.
1: He looks like... I mean, in Ted Lasso, you know, he's the guy who obviously is managing the team in the end, but he's the most unassuming kind of caretaker-type groundsman guy. Obviously, in this, he's playing a similar role where everybody thinks he's this kind of... Mm assistant or PA mm. or something like that, but probably he turns out to be the guy, I, mm. I would have thought. But he's perfectly cast in that role.
0: He's but perfectly he, cast in that role. He has
1: this very kind of undertone of confidence about mm. him, really, doesn't he, that actually mm. and that maybe comes from his real life, I don't know, but... But yes, I know exactly what you mean I about really, him.
0: really want to watch it with you. Can oh, we well, watch great. it together? Uh,
1: yes, I would, I would be very, very keen to watch it, yes. Okay. I mean, I love comedy and I don't really mind uh, what type it is. You know, is. Mm. I'm a big, big fan of it. So yes, I was desperately looking for something to watch. Um, as I was l- led in bed one night, I stumbled across a thing on Facebook that said the big TV shows that have been cancelled due to lockdown. And it had a picture of the Ozark there. And I was thinking... Not the Ozark. You can't cancel the Ozark. Mm. So then I went through all the shows that had been cancelled. Mm. And obviously it was clickbait because right. the Ozark is a show that has been recommissioned for another series. Oh, yes. And I thought, God, I've Our been source.
0: totally f***ing yeah, conned I here clicked. into this. But Social anyway, dilemma.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I stumbled across Billions, which had been commissioned for a sixth se- series. And I was thinking, I need a big show. I want a show I can watch for the next two months or something that really just get into. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, the fact that that's been commissioned for another series, there's already five series to go at. Mm-hmm. There's about 10 or 12 episodes a series. Great. Damien Lewis, quite like him. This um, Paul Giametti. Yeah,
0: um, I love him. Yeah,
1: he's great. I've seen I him in lots him. of films, always liked him, you know. So I thought, great, I'll give it a whirl. What we do... Has consequences
0: intended and uh, unintended the decisions we make the actions we bring have weight come to work every day and be just and strong in the actions you bring and don't waver when did it become a crime to succeed in this country everyone has access to the information we just know how to analyze it better
1: I watched episode one. I thought, "God, this is terrible." And then I watched episode but two or three. I can't
0: believe that you really stuck with it.
1: Uh, yes, I know. Uh, and then by the end of the season one, I remember thinking, "I cannot really take any more no, of and this." Because complained
0: I... every episode, all
1: the time. Yeah, but I was in like, it. Like
0: I really don't like it, but I'm watching another episode yeah. tonight, and I'd be like, "Why are you doing your?" You know, I quite, to be honest. I quite enjoyed the first series.
1: Yeah, well, I did. One of the problems with is that I think Damien Lewis is quite unattractive. I don't think he looks mm. very handsome or or likable or he doesn't look very nice. You know, there's mm. something about him. So I so don't particularly want to look at him. This Paul Giametti guy is quite an unattractive chap but as well. You know, like, West
0: Wing. Nobody was attractive in West Wing, but you loved that.
1: Rob Lowe was in West Wing.
0: Oh yeah, he was. You know. Wasn't
1: he? There were some attractive, guys. and Martin Sheen is quite a handsome, charismatic guy as well, I guess. But I just kept thinking, God, and nobody seemed to be very nice in it, you know. Mm. The well, psychologist, the psychologist who was in Mad Men, of course. Mm-hmm. He was the, the fling that. Um, what was the Mad Men guy called? What's happened to my? Ah, girl. Ha,
0: ha, ha. All right, all right.
1: <laughs> what was he called? I
0: don't know. I didn't watch Mad Men. <laughs> Did you not? No. Oh my God! Really? Uh, no. Mad Men was the best. Yeah.
1: Anyway, he was having a fling with her. So I always quite liked her and I remember thinking she was good. There's a psychological angle to this. So I'll read you the blurb, first of all, for Billions, for those that have not seen it. It's on uh, Now TV or Sky. I presume you can get it on um, Amazon Prime as well. Um, but it says, Billions is a complex drama about power politics in the world of New York high finance. Shrewd, savvy US attorney Chuck Rhodes, which is uh, Paul Giamatti, and the brilliant, ambitious hedge fund king Bobby Axelrod, <laughs> a terrible name, are on an explosive collision course with each using all of his considerable smarts, power, and influence to outmaneuver the other. The stakes are in the billions in this timely, provocative series. I mean, it's quite provocative because he's always tied up with a GIMP mask on yeah. and she's always standing on his chest yeah.
0: and has there's a high heel. There's like
1: a lot of weird sets going yeah, on there. Yes, this. there's a bit of SM in there. And there's lots of obviously lying and cheating and backstabbing and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, season one finished and it was a cliffhanger at the end of season one. And I thought, God almighty, what am I going to do? I don't really want to watch anymore. So then I turned on season two and in the opening scene of season two, there they've employed at Axe Capital, the investment fund, they've employed a trans person. And it's really good. Trans
0: to... woman or trans male?
1: The preferred pronoun is they, them, they only want to be called by them, them. Okay. So it's just an interesting scene that all of a sudden there's a trans person in this highly testosterone fueled So all of a sudden I was hooked in because I thought, now I'm interested because there's something upsetting in the mix of all these men. Yeah. we are all twats, basically. Yeah. Know? And this Bobby Axelrod character... I thought, oh, it would be interesting to see how he he works with this uh, this trans person. And of course, they hit it off immediately because the trans person is a genius and can see the world through this weird lens that they've uh, of, of a trans person. I guess they don't see the same things that a kind of a pumped-up male would or some kind of foxy a, a foxy female like that it. wants to get in. Yeah. In that, they're completely devoid of it all. So all of a sudden, I was like, "Fuck, this is much more yeah. interesting now."
0: Because so, you're making me want to watch it I now.
1: have to say, season two, I'm on episode seven. Because I gave
0: up after season yeah.
1: one. And well, I'm sure a lot of other people did. So it really took off after that. It's entered a whole new kind of world really and then obviously the corruption and the deceit and all the rest of it is still there and it's still about Chuck Rhodes and Rob trying to get to each other but it's got more complicated and the web's got a bit thicker and for me it's just got a, bit more, a lot more depth to it and I'm really starting oh,
0: to Oh God, it. wow so how many episodes into series two Maybe are seven? you? Maybe seven Wow i really
1: caned it yes. Wow um, I th- I, Do you know I, I genuinely
0: tea, I hand on heart mm. feel really happy for you <sighs>
1: It is a relief that I found something, and I've still got another four series of it to go. I'm so happy for you. So it rates quite well. I think it rates at about 7.5 or something on the IMDb. It's pretty good. Each episode is about 60 minutes long. Although I think some of the script is pretty dodgy, and some of the characters in there are extremely unlikable. His wife in it, Axelrod's wife, I think is oddly cast. Yes, the blonde lady. Yeah, there's something.
0: But I quite like her because she is... There's something very dark about her. Well, she her. has
1: just turned on her husband in quite an interesting way. Oh. So the writing's got a lot better and the way they've manipulated the the story and the characters yeah. and everything's got, got very good. And there's lots of kind of philosophy in there as well. I think with the uh, the psychologist in there analysing these people and picking them apart and then helping them put them back together, it's a bit like a bit of therapy. Yeah. Because you, you sit in these sessions you could arguably learn something about yourself listening to some of the conversations. Yes. Um, So anyway, I would highly recommend it actually.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You can get through season one. Season two then becomes an absolute treat.
0: Because people are going to have time on their hands. Mm. Some people are going to have time on their hands. Absolutely, if yeah. If they're not in television.
1: Yeah, <laughs> If you're not making it, you're watching it. <laughs>
0: um, so, uh, yes, thank you for that recommendation. Mm. I would like to quickly talk about, because weirdly, um, four years ago, um, on the eve of the American election, mm-hmm. we were in a very different place. Mm-hmm. We were not dating. No. But you were working for the one show mm-hmm. in the American embassy. hmm And um, I remember going to bed and sending you a text saying, God, it must be so weird You've been there tonight, you know. Good, like good luck. Please just tell me Trump isn't going to win. And you sent one back saying there is no way hmm. Trump is going to win. Um, sleep tight. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, What? Yeah. The flipping hell happened yeah. there. So, can you just tell us a little bit? Because yeah. this is again, we're recording this on Tuesday night. It is the eve, or it is the American election happening today. Yes.
1: Um, so, um, it, it, so,
0: when you are listening, you will know yeah. who's won.
1: Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, right now, we don't know. Right so, now yeah, we don't know. Four years ago today, I used to do this show for the one show called the Street Barber, where I cut people's hair in weird places. And on this particular night, we got asked—well, we asked if we could go t- to the American embassy and cut the hair of. The UK ambassador, uh, or, or the US ambassador to the UK, a guy called Matthew Barsen, personal friend of Obama's, got to go into his office oh and my cut his God. hair. He gave me the little American pin badge and have everything. you still got it? Yeah, to... yeah, I've still oh, got that. Oh, wow. Yeah. We had this amazing interview with him, a little bit about his job and US and UK relations and all the rest of it, which was very reassuring, actually. That mm. I, there, there are all these people that you have never heard of all working on these relationships constantly. And even if Obama and whoever it would have been at the time, David Cameron perhaps, would fall out, it wouldn't mean anything really in the grand scheme of things, because there's all these interconnected relationships that are layers, layers deep that sit underneath the president that don't fall out, that keep everything together. So it really doesn't matter enormously that the two presidents might fall out.
0: Unless you're Trump.
1: Yeah, possibly. I mean, he could order his, his ambassador to pull out of the UK and stuff like that. I mean, he's crazy, right? But anyway, we were there at this huge party in the American embassy and we were cutting hair and interviewing people. It was the most bizarre party I've ever been to. For instance, Duran Duran was there. Like, what? Jimmy Carr and Jeremy Paxman all sat around a table together. You'd think, God almighty, how bizarre is it going to get? Anyway, all night we, would, we were interviewing people. There's two and a half thousand people at this party and we could find one Trump supporter to talk to. And of course, we work for the BBC. We're trying to find some balance. And we find this guy and I interview him, cut his hair and we'd have a little chat, a laugh. And I said, so you were a Trump supporter then? And he said, well, he said, I'm a Trump supporter uh, for the purposes of this. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, well, because so few people are prepared to support Trump publicly, He said, I'm getting all the work. So I'm on the Andrew Neil show this week. I'm on Question Time. I'm on Good Morning Britain. I'm on This Morning. Because TV needs the opposing debater, right? And he said, and that's me. So he said, I'm making three or four grand a day.
0: No. Being
1: a Trump supporter. Shut up, yeah.
0: that's so smart.
1: Right? It was really good because I thought, oh, wait. Well. And he says, and I'm prepared to take a bit of flack. I think Trump's all right. You know, he probably won't win, but I'm earning money. So that's that. But I think... He was the only person I could yeah. find to talk to. go on. Until... Yeah. Trump took Florida at about three in the morning. The party was still full with two and a half thousand guests. And by 3.30, there was about 150 people left. And they were all people I'd spoke to earlier, and now they'd all, they would come, all out. come out as Trump supporters. And I said, so were you lying to me earlier, then, when I spoke to you about it? And they said, yeah, because, you know, it was, we thought it might be a humiliating defeat and didn't really want to do that on camera. And then they went on to say, yeah, we always knew he was going to win, blah, See, blah, blah. It was incredible. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That is
0: the thing that I'm worried about tonight, yep. is that even though Biden has got a kind of broad lead with everybody, mm-hmm. I mean, and Hillary didn't massively have a broad lead with everybody, but... Mm-hmm. There are so many secret Trump supporters. Yes, they are. And I'll let you know. We only ever see the really silly stuff mm. that Trump says, the rid- ridiculous stuff. He actually must have moments when he is good because the economy in America has been booming previous yeah. to the coronavirus.
1: Four years is too short, I think, to do anything. I think w- whatever president or, or prime minister gets this amazing economy going, it's largely from decisions that were made 10 years Before, ago. yeah. I, I would have thought Blair's reign and, and the economy booming was probably everything to do with whatever Thatcher did to destroy a whole bunch mm. of stuff. And it was the, the kind of evolution of that, really, that he was riding the crest so, of a wave of.
0: So Trump's riding all, Obama's.
1: All the other all stuff that perhaps Obama put in place. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I, for, you know, I can't imagine I mean, that the four other years thing... is long enough
0: that, you know, is, is so ridiculous that I've seen of Trump, and I don't know mm. all of his policies and I don't know everything about him, but the stuff that I see is how contradictory he is of himself. I mean, I, I am always saying, look, I'm allowed to change my mind mm. in an interview. I'm allowed to say something eight years ago mm. and then have a different stance on something. yeah. But, yeah. Like, it seems like... These are big matters. You know, I'm anti-gay marriage. That's what he said. Yeah. He said, I'm anti-gay marriage. And now he's like, I've never been gay, anti-gay marriage. It's like, you <laughs> yeah, were, you yeah. were. Like, and you yeah. really were sort of vehemently. Oh, God. Anyway, what, the reason yes, why I brought all of that up yeah. was because on um, Twitter, I think I found her on Twitter, but everybody else found her on TikTok. So <gasps> and, she became really talk famous. Now? And we are about now, yeah. Yeah, Sarah Cooper. Yeah. So Sarah Cooper is a comedian and actress She's been in various um, dramas. She's been on Ellen DeGeneres. She's been all over the place. But she has really, really come into her own by lip-syncing Donald Trump's speeches mm-hmm. with such unbelievable accuracy and her mannerisms when she does it. It's so funny mm-hmm. because she, she will say something and then he'll go, well, I... Uh, and, but the way she moves her head and her face. Anyway, what I love... There's something really beautiful about somebody that starts an Instagram account that is so pure and only does kind of one thing. Yeah. But they they hone it so brilliantly. It's like Lauren. I, I can't stop looking at Lauren Jumps. Lauren Jumps. jumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's
1: great, isn't she? Her yeah.
0: skipping is... <laughs> it's yeah. something else. Anyway, Lauren Jumps only skips and Sarah Cooper was just miming um, Trump. Mm. And so... I just found her so funny, so exceptional. Anyway, she's just got herself a Netflix special. I noticed um, that. Yeah. Special. I haven't seen it. I don't know what it's like. I had a little look at the trailer, and with Helen Mirren in it, I, I thought it was okay. It wasn't as funny.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it depends whether you've seen that before or not. I think. I, I, I haven't seen that scene in its entirety. With you know, uh, it's basically the one where Trump, Trump says, "I'll grab her by the pussy." Mm. And I've heard that line, but I've not seen it in context no. of the whole discussion. But it's
0: all a bit weird.
1: Yes, it is a bit weird. And it? it's
0: weirdly shot. But anyway, apart from that, go and check her out on Instagram because she's hilarious. I didn't
1: realise that was Helen Mirren. So she's had a bit of work, done. it would seem, now that she seemed unrecognisable to me. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that was Helen Mirren.
0: No. Yeah. You didn't? No. No.
1: Yeah, like I... I I mean, towards the end, I thought, "Is that
0: Helen Mirren?" Oh, really? Yeah, like I I instantly recognised her. Had a
1: few injections in her face, maybe. Not that I'm against that, by Mm. the way. I can't Mm. wait to get her face filled (laughs) with injections. But uh, yeah, didn't I didn't realise it was her? I'd be interested in seeing that because I I stumbled across her on Instagram about six months ago, and I remember thinking, "I wonder where this girl will end up." And it's great to see somebody.
0: It's lovely, isn't isn't it? it? It's fantastic.
1: Yeah. There is uh, something I do want to mention. So uh, I follow Tim Minchin, as you know, on, on yes. Instagram. And his album is almost out. He's been drip-feeding songs. I don't know if you know this or not. So every so often he drops another song. So mm. obviously I reviewed um, Airport Piano, mm. which I still love mm. even more now. So he's released another one recently. It's called The Absence of You. I don't know if you've heard it or
0: not. For a moment we kiss, but her vodka-soaked lips... Taste only of the absence of you
1: Okay, so it's a great song. You can go and watch it on the YouTube. So There's a nice video that he's made for it. Or you can go and listen to it on Apple Music or Spotify or whatever. But it's called The Absence of You. But it starts with a, a piece about Paris, about walking through Paris. Oh, and does it? And that obviously made me think of you, yeah. So it says, I take a walk on the Seine, cross Pont Neuf, on my way to Saint-Germain. Oh. And then it talks a little bit about Paris. And then it goes to New York, and then it goes to London.
0: Oh, wow. But it's
1: all about him being there on his own and not being there with his wife. Oh. Very, very brilliant. Well, he's just brilliant at writing songs, in my yeah. opinion. And none of these songs are particularly funny. And he was—he says in his Instagram post how anxious he was about putting out an album of actual music, not just kind of comedy piano songs. Mm. But the love, I think, that has come back in mm. his way from doing that, I think, is great, which has been a great not, relief for him.
0: They're not funny, but they're full of pathos and meaning on them. Yes, like,
1: and lots of humour, I think. Mm. you know, um, And this one's the same. It's very, very good. But there's a lovely turn of phrase in there about the absence of you and all these different kind of scenarios where she's not there and he wishes she was.
0: Aww. It's
1: very, very good. But the, po- the thing I do want to tell everybody is that he's doing a live gig online that you can buy tickets for. <gasps> So the tickets went on sale on the 2nd of November. Have
0: you bought
1: any? Uh, no, but uh, I'm obviously going to. we to get some tonight. To, Yeah, so, well, just by coincidence, my dad texted me today and said he have got to get tickets for this. So the gig is not until the 19th of November.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it'll be 7pm local time Australia. Yeah. So that'll probably be in the morning for us, won't it?
0: Yes.
1: It's from a very famous gig in Sydney. It's not the Opera House, but I think it's, a, a, you know, one of his favourite venues. Yeah. Uh, and it's the only live performance you're ever going to hear of this album, is what he said. Because obviously you won't go on tour. And by the time you're allowed to go on tour, you probably will have written another Wow. One. So this will be your only opportunity to see it. But it's £10 a ticket. I couldn't recommend it mention enough to anybody. If you're remotely interested in music or you like music or comedy or philosophy or anything, you know, that, that grapples around the, any of those themes, then um, go and buy yourself a ticket or your mm-hmm. husband or your kids or whatever and sit down one night and watch it. So it's on at seven pm local time Australia. Tickets went on sale on the second of November. The gig is the nineteenth of November, and if you go to his uh, the link in his bio on Instagram, you can buy tickets. I believe from that. So we will buy tickets tonight. I mean, yes. we can either arrange to be together that day, uh, that, that morning, or no, something have like that. We
0: to be that.
1: together. Um, I believe you can watch it live or you can live stream or you can stream it at any time after that for a month or something like that. Oh, I don't know what it is. So you don't have to watch it at seven in the and morning. And it's quite
0: to nice anything. to watch it, like stream it onto your telly.
1: Oh, you, absolutely. Yeah. I think that would be the point. Watch it on telly and watch it as a collective group. Like yeah. if, if you're in a or family like a and say, oh, well, let's all watch this. Apparently he's going to play the album in entirety. And I assume he's going to play a few Some of his favourites. You know, yeah. I really hope so anyway. But all loved to mention and go and have a listen to. Uh, to the absence of you it's a really really lovely song
0: he's absolutely worth following on instagram because he sometimes does these like just instagram lives just as a little live song right? the other day well no the other day he just made we were just with tim minchin making his coffee in the morning
1: oh really i've never done that before oh it's so good i want to make coffee with tim minchin
0: and he's just like doing something i think i might start doing that more
1: or just on live, like...
0: Instagramming live for no reason.
1: It is great Instagram live, isn't yeah. it? I, I, I love it. It's very funny. Um, anyone who watches my hair talks know that I uh, love the old Instagram live.
0: But no, I mean, like... Oh, yeah. Like that,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, should we do some shout-outs?
0: Let's do shout-outs. Okay,
1: so... Fran James sent me this thing. She said, I'm sure I'm late to the party with this guy and you're probably already following but O to the MG. I like that. <laughs> he is absolutely fantastic and I'm mesmerised by his voice and his hair. He's wicked. Sam Hare Wolf Fryer. Wolf Ryder. Wolf, Wolf Ryder. Sam
0: Hare Wolf Rider. Thank
1: God you're here. That's why anorexia <laughs> making me <laughs> not dyslexia. Anorexia, same thing. Right? Uh, Sam Hare Wolf Ryder.
0: Have you clicked on it? Yes. And?
1: So he's a singer. Yes. And the first thing I listened to, I thought, oh yeah, you know, he's got a great voice and everything. And then I listened to a few other things. I was like, oh wow, this guy has an amazing voice. Are
0: you serious? Yeah.
1: And he just sings covers and stuff like that for a oh bit of God. fun. Let you me
0: see. Click? Oh, look at the hair. Like, yeah. Oh. Right.
1: So let's just pick one at random.
0: do little bit you really understand? Oh, sorry.
1: But he does some other things Like he does Oh my god,
0: it's Michael Jackson Yeah, right I mean, it was like Shut up It's got 846,000 views
1: 1.7 million followers
0: Lone Wolf's creative Yeah Shut up!
1: Quite amazing, right?
0: I love him. Yeah. I want like we're gonna be friends. This is our you never told you everything that It's very good, isn't it? I love his face. And do you know what else I love? I love mm. that every single shot is in the same spot. Yeah. in his house. This is his singing spot. He always looks the same. What's the close-up? Show me the extreme close-up one. Oh, okay. Stop messing around. This is serious business. Can oh, be, I can love be. him.
1: So, He's Fran James. Thank He's you. He's
0: really nice. Yes, he does Wait, seem very Sam nice, Sam huh? Friday. I'm following him right now. God, Fran. Fran from Wales. Yeah. That is your... Insta account Fran from Wales. Just want to say mega, mega thank you. I love him. It
1: says Lewis Capaldi shared his Insta this week, so I reckon you'll get a few more recommendations. Um, <laughs> Amazing, right?
0: He is phenomenal. Wow. Um, follow.
1: So Davina and Michael, this is from Sandra, Sandra Rock29. Knowing that Davina loves jigsaw puzzles, yes. you may enjoy the movie puzzle. I really enjoyed it. Great watching, different. Sadly, one of the main actors, Ifran Khan, from Slumdog Millionaire. And like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he died. It's worth a watch. Rated 6.7 on IMDb. And it's on Netflix. So Sandra is recommending the Puzzle. movie Puzzle.
0: Thank you, Sandra. Um, so great. I'm Wait, I've got to write that down in my... Because I've got yeah. so many um, recommendations that I have to write down. So I remember... Okay.
1: This is from Louise Van Laar. So Louise V L... 70. The Queen's Gambit is on Netflix. Oh, What? Do you know this?
0: Everybody is talking about The Queen's Gambit. Oh, are Every, they? Everybody. And um, I haven't started it yet, but
1: okay. it's read set, the blurb. Okay. It's set during the Cold War era. It's about a gifted chess player. I love any Cold War dramas. Yes. Orphan yes. chess prodigy Beth Harmon struggles with addiction in a quest to become the greatest chess player in the world while struggling with the addiction. I personally had no idea about the chess uh, and the game, and it makes my head hurt just thinking about it. But after watching this, I almost tempted to buy a board and give my brain a workout. The main actress is outstanding. She was in Peaky Blinders. Oh. Anya Anna Taylor-Joy. Yeah. So great. Thanks very much, Louise,
0: for that. Um, Louise, I'm very, thank very you grateful. so much. I must watch that because lots of people have um, said that to me. and I.
1: Oh. <laughs> Rachel Monroe, thank you so much for this informative, fun, and uplifting podcast.
0: Yay, You're thanks, Rachel.
1: Keeping this woman of a certain age sane through lockdown and beyond. I've been a Davina fan through the Aww. Fab Workouts Forever, and now also a lovely Michael Douglas. Yay. Yay! I wanted to recommend two great, heartbreaking, but ultimately uplifting films on Amazon Prime. One is called Beautiful Boy, um, with uh, Timothy Shamlet and Steve Carell. Now, I've seen the trailer for Beautiful Boy, and I can't watch it, basically. It's... I. Cry at the trailer. I mean I can get through it.
0: You've got to watch it.
1: It's uh, a father and son working their way through the son's drug addiction. Yeah, Yeah, you know right. Anything father and son's like (laughs) The second one is Manchester by the Sea with Casey Affleck, which we watched. I've seen Manchester by
0: the Sea. It was one of the most harrowing
1: It says get some tissues and watch it. Both are kind of sad and feels exquisite. But very, Manchester
0: um, by the Sea was an amazing film.
1: Well, I responded and said, "Blimey, Manchester by the yeah. Sea nearly killed us both." <laughs> and I can't bring myself to watch Beautiful Boy. <laughs> but thank you, uh, Rachel Monroe, because um, other people will no doubt watch. I'm, them. Go-
0: I'm definitely going to watch Beautiful Boy.
1: I mean, I, w- I will watch it at some point. I just when it when it came out, I thought we've, there's this no is the way second
0: get time get we've that. been recommended that by a, yeah. a listener. Because I've
1: written that down before. The Haunting of Hill House, the nope. one before Bly Manor. Now, a lot of people have recommended this. This was the number one in the Netflix charts for quite a long time. What um, is it about? I don't really know, but I've seen them advertised a lot. Is it and scary? It's the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, it they're must horrors. Be. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's, well, you'll have to watch that and tell so, me. So,
1: uh, Kathy Crane, thanks very much. I will get round to it, but uh, I'd said a great one for Halloween uh, there. And then let's have a look. Let's do a couple more. So, Jackie. Hi, you guys don't know uh, how to show my appreciation on Entel for your fabulous podcast, oh. so I'm telling you here. I love it. Hope you guys can be in lockdown together this time. Oh,
0: thank doing. you. That's
1: Jackie, but thank you,
0: know
1: Jackie. That, she's not got an Instagram name; it's just Jackie. That's all right. That's isn't very
0: it? cool. Yeah, Jackie. Um, yeah, Jackie. Jackie.
1: Uh, thank you for recommending the film *Prisoners*. Fantastic film. Gosh, was really totally was. on the edge of my seat so the whole good. time. Oh my god, the ending! I just wanted another five minutes to see. Him yes, there. that's from Lorna Palmer. Uh, thanks, Lorna. Yeah, the prisoners was knockout. Do you know wasn't
0: what it? I forgot um, to say when we recommended that movie yes. was that Jake Gyllenhaal was just the best detective. He he would see things, and you would think, oh, he's seen it. He's he's yeah. clocked it. You know, you just think, God, you would want a detective to be that clued up. Mm-hmm. He would notice a shoe or a packet of cigarettes or, you know, he yeah. just was so observant. It was brilliant.
1: Um, so that's it for uh, shout-outs for this week. Great. Um, so um, yeah, that was quite good fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great fun. I uh, hope you're all right and keeping well, everybody. Be and, safe. Uh, in lockdown. And we'll try and crack out a live uh, podcast uh, fairly soon. Then we can see we I can quite see like
0: our live podcasts. I quite like when we make them culinary. So oh any good, sort of, of like... Um, any cooking gadgets that we've got that are good. Yes. And also any kind of food ideas. Because lockdown, the thing about lockdown that I absolutely hate is the amount of flipping cooking. Mm. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, it was a nightmare,
0: wasn't it's it? It's a nightmare. So maybe sort of some quick, easy dinner ideas, recommendations mm-hmm. or foods or quick and easy foods to cook, eat, you know, anything uh, yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. You're asking me? No, I'm just I'm saying maybe viewers. that's what we should do okay. for our lives.
1: Yeah. Okay. Great. I love yeah. that. I always
0: like
1: it when you're a bit of cooking. Yeah. Bake a cake and Bake all that a cake. jazz. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, enjoy the election, and you <laughs> enjoy the election. This is going out on Friday. I wonder who's won. Who, should we? Who's
0: going to win? Um, I think. I do think Biden. I think Trump. I think Trump will stay in power. I mean, he'd be the first one since George W. Bush Senior that doesn't. Yes. For eight years. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, so. And, and that would be Ford bad.
1: As well, we only did one term, but there's yeah. very few that. Very yeah, few. Yeah. So I think that statistically, he's likely. And to
0: let's not forget, he has now got godlike status because he just walked all over the coronavirus.
1: Did he? Yes. Exactly. Did
0: he? Did he have it? <laughs> did,
1: he ever have, did he Has he ever had anything? Okay. Over now. Over now.